Welcome. Welcome to Living and Loving Each Day, our first episode. I'm so pleased that you're here this morning, or not this morning, actually, where I am sitting this afternoon, in the afternoon. And you know what? I live in each day fully, and I'm truly grateful for you, just for being here. Thank you so much. I live so that joy and happiness is possible, regardless of our circumstances. And just to share with you just a little bit, I was not always this positive, I promise. I was born to a single mom. And I was born and I never knew my dad. And I was actually a child, I was put, as a child, I was put into two foster homes. I was put into an orphanage with a hundred other little girls just like me. And when I was 15 years old, I decided to move away from home. So I've experienced trauma and I really feel like I have had crises under my belt and I know what that feels like. But the most important thing today and that I know for sure and is that we need to deal with it. And so today you will hear from an amazing guest, uh, Dr. Bruce Fleck. He's also known as the crisis coach. So each of us, we know, has experienced at least one trauma in our life. And um, I just uh, very excited to introduce you this morning, or this, I keep saying this morning, I feel like it is, but it, to, to Bruce Fleck, he is a PhD and he's also known as the crisis coach. He's the creator of a crisis cure methodology, and it's for overcoming personal crises and making them a turning point for a better life. So Bruce has experienced and overcome several crises in his life, including beating cancer twice, dealing with two divorces, and surviving three company layoffs. So in spite of these crises though, Bruce is healthy and he's happily married with his wife Jody, has four adult children and one grandchild, and he's enjoying a long and a prosperous career. So I'm so pleased to have Bruce here with me today. He's also recently, I just have to finish this because this is important, he completed his PhD in psychology to further his career as an author, as a course creator, and in addition, Bruce also holds a bachelor's degree coaching tickets. So, so welcome to you tonight. I just want to, after all of that long intro, I want to just say thank you for being here. And now please tell us, why do you call yourself a crisis coach? And second question, how did that happen? Sure. Thank you so much for having me, Sue. It, it's been great. Um, I'm wondering, is it possible to turn down that music a little bit? Yeah, we'll that's what I'm doing. Figure this out. That's awesome. That's awesome. Go ahead. Yeah, so, you just keep talking because we're live. Just, just, just yeah, no, do my job so and you why, do, why do I call myself the crisis coach? I think that was your first question. And, yes. you know, that, that really is a, is a good question. Um, as you as you mentioned, I've experienced several crises in my life, uh, you know, from job changes and divorces and uh, most recently two beating cancer twice two bouts of cancer and when i've dug in each each of those times to to learn more about what's going on you know uh, not only with myself but also uh, to learn more about you know cancer or to learn more about relationships or more about your career you know that's one of the steps uh, in trying to to manage a crisis is to become a student of whatever it is that you're experiencing and every time I, I've done that I, I found some you know great insight um, and 
that insights, those insights shouldn't be kept to myself. They should be shared. And that's what I really want to do is I've been able to come through these crises just like, like you have um, and come out a stronger person on the back end. And if there's a way to help people come through just a little bit more easily with a little less stress, uh, you know, move through a little more quickly or improve one of the outcomes that they could get by going through a crisis, uh, I want to be able to help people to do that. So um, that's, that's why I call myself the crisis coach. That's awesome. Awesome. And so just tell me a little bit more about how you help people. Like what are the strategies or anything that you share with people? Um, and as we keep working on getting this music off, I promise, but <laughs> I am working on it. <laughs> Can you just please share just like what's it, why is this important to you to get out there and what maybe start giving us something to go by to help us? Sure. I'm, I'm going to take just a, a, a step back and talk a little bit about why, uh, why we as adults go through these major life transitions and some of them become a crisis and some of them don't. Um, you know, first of all, the life expectancy of adults has almost doubled since, you know, going from the early, you know, the end of the 1800s, early 1900s to, to now. So the past 120 years, you know, life expectancy has almost doubled and all that time fits now in our middle adult years. So, you know, middle adult years uh, can go anywhere from your, you know, early to mid thirties, you know, through your seventies until your, you know, things start declining and, and uh, you, you may pass. And so for some people that may be a, a really long time, 40, 50, 50 years. Mm -hmm. And to think that we're going to stay the same throughout that period of time just doesn't make any sense, right? We're going to continue to, to, to grow and evolve. And if we don't continue to grow and evolve, we're going to feel stuck or stagnant. And those feelings are going to pop up somehow. And, and, you know, some form, sometimes it's the form of a midlife crisis. Uh, we're trying to figure out what we really want to do in life or what our purpose is. Things have changed. Kids have moved out, whatever, you know, those mm -hmm. kind of things. Um, and, or others, you know, it's a, it's a forehead. Uh, I mean, a two before on, on, on the head, you know, like a, a health diagnosis, like when I was diagnosed with cancer, you know, so that's how, you know, these life crises can come about. And it's just, it's really just a normal part of living uh, and having an, an expanded uh, adult lifespan. Mm -hmm. So how did you get yourself through those crises, though? Like, and, and what is your, <laughs> tell me about the code, like, tell me about your, your, um, I'm sorry, what did you call it? Your. The method, crisis method. care method. Yes. yes, certainly. Certainly. Um, and if you do want to share the screen, I can I can talk through the steps. Um, you know, did I have this methodology from day one? No. <laughs> I like like most of us, we start to, you know, just fight our way through whatever crisis we're, we're facing. Um, but as I, I looked back uh, and started thinking about what the steps that I took, um, it, it, it all kind of fell into place as kind of a step-by-step a, a, a -step process. They don't always have to go in direct order, mm -hmm. but, but I'll, I'll start right at the top. Um, the first thing we need to do when we're looking at a crisis is to take on uh, or adopt a positive perspective about it. And, you know, I'll tell you that the, the day the um, uh, endoscopist came in and told me that I had cancer, 
uh, I was not able to adopt a positive perspective that first day. <laughs> I just wasn't, no. you know, I was still going, going through the process of trying to figure out, um, you know, what it is, the, the whole grieving process. Did it, was it really happened to me? Why is it happening to me and stuff? But, but step one really is to begin to adopt a positive perspective on the situation. You know, can you, can you visualize yourself four or five years from now, looking back and saying, you know, I made it through this. I've gotten healthy. Uh, in fact, it's been a great wake-up call for me to be able to, uh, you know, get really focused on my health and, and get that under control so I can be the best uh, and healthiest person I can be. If I'm, you know, going through a, a, a divorce or a relationship breakup, um, can I become a better person so that in my next relationship, I will have better skills, relationship skills, and know what's really important to me. If I'm facing a job loss, what career skills do I need to, to build? What kind of company do I want to work with? Uh, or do I want to work on my own? Um, I, you've got to figure out all those kind of things. But the first step is really looking, putting yourself in the future and looking back and saying, this can be a good thing for me. I can figure this out. And it's going to be a positive in my life. Right. The second step is once we have a, a positive perspective, like, you know, I can become a healthy person. Then I've got to decide to make that empowering decision. I'm going to be the healthiest person I'm going to, that I can possibly be. I can, I can not only overcome my cancer, I can turn into a really healthy person. And that's, when you make that decision, there's this energy that you get filled up with. Um, it's like, you know, the clouds kind of part and you see, you see the light and you feel energized and empowered uh, to actually go make that happen. And that's what I call an outcome decision. What do you want to happen in the end? But then there's also some other decisions. What things do I need to learn? What actions do I need to take? What habits do I need to develop? What kind of self-care do I need to do in order to be able to get through this crisis? So it's a series of decisions, but the first one is you got to make that decision and become committed to getting the outcome that mm. you really want. The next thing is an unbreakable mindset. That's step three. And while we can adopt a perspective that allows us to make some empowering decisions. When we start to take action, you know, we're going to, we're going to stub our toe, you know, we're going to have setbacks. It's going to be a challenge. And so you really have to work on developing a, a mindset that's, that's, that's unbreakable. Mm -hmm. And there are three elements to that. Uh, one is a growth mindset, looking at things that everything I'm going to do is going to be a growth process rather than a win or lose. Uh, if I fail, that's just feedback, um, and everything along the way is 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 growth. Uh, the second is grit, uh, mm. and by the way, the growth mindset, grit, these are all based in strongly based in psychological literature, and you know I don't want to go deep down into who all those authors are and their their philosophies and theories, but just know that this stuff is grounded in in science and right. And that's medicine. important. Yeah. Right. So, yes. So grit is just having the persistence and mental fortitude to, to work your way through 
whatever challenges mm-hmm. you're facing. And the last piece of the, of the mindset is uh, there's a recent book uh, out called The Gap Versus the Gain or The Gap and the Gain. And gap means you're always looking at your goal and you, you see how far you mm-hmm. are away from it. But if you can stop and look back at how much progress you've made, that becomes pretty inspiring mm-hmm. because if you if you've made progress or made gains, then you can keep that momentum going. But if you're always looking at how far away you are from the the ultimate, then then it's very easy to get disappointed or disempowered or unmotivated. So, you know, you, while you want to to try and achieve a, a better outcome, you have to make sure that you're also keeping a close eye on and focusing on the gains you've made. So, you know, growth, grit, and gains are three aspects of that unbreakable mindset. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, you know, those are all internal mental steps that we go through, right? The perspective, the decision-making, and the mindset. Now we actually have to go external and take some inspired action. And I specifically use the word inspired Mm -hmm. because... When you have a strong reason why, like, you know, I'm going to beat cancer and get healthy. That's a pretty strong reason why, right? You will be inspired to take action rather than just trying to motivate yourself because motivation doesn't last. It, it's based very much on willpower. And, you know, that's why people at the beginning of the year sign up for all the gym memberships and by mid-February, you know, the, the gyms are back to the normal routine of who's in there. That's so right? true. So uh, true. And so <laughs> motivation is very easy to lose. And, and you have to look at um, ways of inspiring yourself. And that's your reasons why, you know, your focus on the outcome that you're trying to achieve, the impact it's going to have, looking at those gains rather than the gap, uh, all those kinds of things. So yeah, we want to be able to take inspired action so that we will keep doing things every day. Exactly. I'm going to... And then that last yeah, one, that last one is is build a better life, okay? So if we're able to overcome our, our crisis, we've grown as a person through that process, right? And so that outcome we were trying to achieve is part of a better life. You know, being that healthy person, being the person that's that's more likely to be happy and healthy mm-hmm. in a relationship, being a person that's in that job or company that they really want or, or pursuing that business opportunity they really desire, that's building a better life. And so how can we keep that momentum going to, to keep that forward? So that's kind of the whole the whole process there. And, and I really appreciate how the beginning and all up to the first four steps were all internal things. They were all things that we had to You, I know so many people who are just waiting for people, to, they're, they're victims. They wait, waiting for people to fix them or to do something to change their life. And yet we, it really has to start inside first. Right. And then, like you said, that those last two steps were the external stuff. Yes. I love absolutely. that. I appreciate that. So anything else that that you want to just talk about your um, about this particular methodology or that that you'd like to share? And then then I then after after we do that, I just want to make sure that we have time because, you know, this is only like my 20 minute podcast today. And what I want to make sure that I have time to give you that opportunity to share with people how they can get in touch with you. But let's do this first. Sure. Yeah, I want to mention that. 
the definition of a, of a crisis is based on a couple of things. You first have an, an event or a situation um, and the amount of stress or distress that we have that we're feeling. And it's also based on what kind of coping skills we have for the current situation. So um, the level of crisis is based on this coping skills and the amount of stress that we are feeling to this situation. Mm -hmm. Now, any situation or event, you know, we're the ones that give the meaning to it. And that's why that positive perspective uh, is so important as a beginning point, because if we can get our minds calm, then we can start to bring all the other cognitive resources and skills that we have as as mature adults to bear mm -hmm. on this, on coping with this. But if we let the stress get a hold of us, then we can't think straight. We lose lots of IQ points and we just don't know how to, how to, how to approach things. So just know that a crisis is based on how much stress and what your coping skills on. Right. And so you first reduce that stress and then you start figuring out what kind of coping skills you have and what kind of coping skills you may need to develop. Uh, nice. And, and and with each crisis we we overcome, we actually get better, right? We mm -hmm. get better at it because we should. most most of us should. <laughs> we should. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And you know, crises can be uh, small. They can be just you know life challenges. Maybe you don't need the big whack on the on the head with the forehead. Maybe you just need that someone pinching you and say, "Oh, you better take care of this." Or you've been pinched five or six times and life keeps coming back and saying, nope, you better fix this. You better better overcome yeah. this uh, so that it doesn't happen in the, in the future. So right. just, just know that there's, you know, the anatomy of a crisis that we can try to dissect and mm -hmm. figure out how, how we get better. And that life has been selling us these messages all along. And mm -hmm. the sooner we address them and grow through them, uh, right. the better we are. Oh, so true. Just accepting what it is as it, it, it is what it is, but also our reaction to it is what's making it either prolonged or, or you deal with it in a really positive, healthy way, but you do deal with it, but you get over it quicker, I think, right? When, once Absolutely. you, once you, cause it's us, it's, it's our, what we do to make it, to blow it up as big as it can be blown up to. And that's our choice. We can, that's we right. Can, like I said earlier, we could be the victim or the victor and make that decision. But I, that's why all that internal stuff is so good to know that, hey, it's not up to you to fix me. It's up to me to fix me. And I can do this. Yeah, yes. we can, Our we external have... world is a reflection of our internal world. Mm -hmm. Right. So true. Yeah, so true. Well, that's exciting. Thank you so much for sharing that because that's I know that's just such a little baby taste of what you do and what you have to offer. So please share with the audience like how they, you, they can get in touch with you, maybe a website you could tell us or whatever you've got. Bring Certainly. it on. We want to yes. share your This is really that. simple. Go to brucefleck.com. Okay. And uh, on there, I have uh, lots of buttons where you can uh, go through uh, the crisis quiz. And it will ask you what type of crisis you may be facing. It's mm -hmm. going to ask you some questions about your stress levels and your coping coping skills that we talked a little bit about here. It's going to give you a crisis score. And then it's going to send you an email that kind of talks about what that crisis score means. And uh, you will you can get some other emails that will kind of go through the, the steps of, of the methodology for you. Uh, mm -hmm. If you're interested in, in learning about the, the Crisis Cure course and co coaching program that I mm -hmm. offer, 
Yeah. Um, down at the bottom of, of my page on the homepage, it says learn more about the Crisis Cure Coaching and Course and Coaching Program. Uh, so you can go to that and it describes it in much greater detail and what the what the, the the weeks of the course would look like and, you know, how you would work with me as a, as a coach. So awesome. And then and, and very I, easy I, from an email perspective, Bruce at BruceFleck.com. Feel free to email me directly. Perfect. Thank you. And I want to I want to encourage people because I know sometimes if you think, oh, I've got to take a test, it's like this instant panic. doesn't even matter if it's a self-awareness test. But I mean, don't beat yourself up before you even take it, like at least take it. And you might find, you might find out that, you know, it's not as bad as you think it is, you know, but I think that's a really good window into what is going on with you maybe right now. Cause sometimes we just get all this stuff going on. We don't, we can't sort it out. It's like, we just can't get clarity. So this is something that's going to help you with that clarity and help you move forward and then take advantage of all that wonderful stuff on that webpage. So. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. What an honor and a pleasure to meet you and to do the screen thing. I love it. And I love, um, I, I'm, I'm the living and loving each day is, is this podcast is called that for a reason. We want to make that happen. And, and it's up to us to do that. And so thank you for sharing my first podcast with me. This is very exciting. I'll always remember you for this. And, um, <laughs> and I know, and I just wanted to share that my next podcast is going to be with this amazing woman who is a death doula. So you, if you know what a birth doula is, she's going to explain to you exactly what a death doula does. Her name is Laura and she'll be here with me. And so I hope that you tune in and thank you again, everybody so much. Thank you, Bruce. It's been a pleasure. Thank, thank you. you very much. Bye.